your way on KCR College Radio, the sound of state. Hola, San Diego. Estás escuchando la estación número uno de la nación. Aquí en KCR College Radio. Aquí vamos a celebrar las influencias hispánicas durante el Día de los Muertos, el Mes de Herencia Hispánica y el, día, y el 5 de Mayo. La estación de radio KCR, uniendo la ciudad de San Diego desde 1969. San Diego State's best kept secret. This is KCR College Radio, your home for all things Aztec. Do you want to hear about the all instrumental radio show at KCR? Go ahead, make my day. It's Instros Only every Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. on San Diego State's college radio station, KCR. San Diego's best variety of music. Sports. This year they're going for it all. They're looking to repeat the magic that they had in 2015 when they actually took the whole thing. News. So that leads up to my next question. What would that mean for SDSU? And entertainment. You know, see, I go back and forth on Puffy Cheetos. Like, it feels like there should be more crunch behind them. On KCR. This is KCR, the sound of state. We are KCR, the sound of state. You are listening to KCR College Radio, obviously, and this is Picked Off. And unfortunately, we did have to take a break last week because um, there was a power outage here at San Diego State. Um, rest in peace, Bird. May his sacrifices never be forgotten for him. Uh, hold on, not yet, not yet. I'll introduce you soon. Uh, your your mic's not on right now, so no, so. But yes, rest in peace to the unfortunate bird that passed away when he uh, zapped himself trying to charge into the power station sending in SDG and E, which means that he is now um gone, and now we lost our power, so that means we couldn't have any shows getting played on Tuesday at all. So not only was my show canceled, but everyone else's show on Tuesday got canceled. So that was uh, an unfortunate for us, but now we are finally back. And now we got some very juicy topics I want to talk about. But first, as always, we got to introduce my co-host, starting with the man in the army hat. Hey, what's up, guys? It's JC Garcia. The usual, you know? Yes, he, he is a regular on this show. And unfortunately, Kyle Betts, he's usually joining us here. He will not be accompanying us today. He mm-hmm. has been busy with some other stuff for the Daily Aztec. So, but we also have, as per the usual... Hi, I'm Brandon Freed. Excited to be here. Thank you again for having me, Jason. Always a pleasure coming on your show. Ah, yes, the one Dodger fan who I will sometimes <laughs> tolerate on my show. <laughs> yeah. So, boys, we actually got some drizzling going on right now. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. About man. time. Yeah, considering yesterday it was 92 degrees and now we got this. Hey, man, I'll take it any day of the Dude, week. Dude, it's oh. California. What do you expect, honestly? Yeah, our weather is basically bipolar down yeah, here. Yeah, because like, <laughs> didn't we have like wildfires last month? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we were. We were just going through wildfires, and now it's starting to get a little drizzly. Next thing you know, we're getting tsunamis, just like that. I mean, yeah, soon enough, we're bringing to get tornadoes down here. I mean, everything's going cuckoo down yeah. here. And hey, now we actually got power. We can actually come on air. We can actually talk about some sports for once. Exactly. I mean, about time. Yeah. 
Because last week, there's actually a lot of good stuff. Yeah, last but... week we had some great topics on hand. I was ready for last week, but then, of course, boop, Unfortunate edge. events happen. Yeah, I mean, Brandon, where were you during that power edge? Were you on campus during that? Uh, I actually had no class that day, but in my house, it was completely dark. <laughs> At 5 o'clock, we could not see one little thing, so we were excited when the power came back and that we could actually do something. Bro, I was in the middle of my World of Dance Culture class, and we were just kind of sitting there in class, <laughs> taking notes, and all of a sudden, everything went dark. Like, nothing was there. Like, the presentation was gone, so Tears like, uh, well, class is canceled today, guys. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what time that happened, but like... It was at like 12.45. Yeah, so I just got there, and then next thing you know, the lights aren't working. I'm like, how come the lights aren't working and there's traffic? Yeah, my man gets here, shows up at San Diego State. I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? Ready for the show? He's like, yeah, I'm ready. Good. It's canceled. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's rough. Yeah, that that sucked. It was no... It I was, was going to no talk fun. about the jerseys, too, because I was there. Yeah, the new Padres jerseys look legit. They're sick. I mean, they got the brown. They got the pinstripes the in there. The pinstripes! And they even got the sand in there. Anakin Skywalker be damned! <laughs> I hate sand. I hate sand. It's coarse, rough, and gets everywhere. But enough talking about the weather, enough talking about power outages, and enough talking about birds who shall rest in peace yeah. because of his sacrifice. We are talking about what happened for this week. Yes, we are going to be talking about sports. This is picked off. This is a sports show, dang it. And we are going to talk about sports on here. So, first off, as usual, our three fantasy football stars of Week 12 in the NFL. Boys, mm -hmm. this first guy I've got right here. I Doesn't mean, surprise me, by the way. Does not surprise you. Doesn't surprise anyone at this point. I mean, this guy is turning into a bona fide star, a bona fide ace. Mm -hmm. And an MVP candidate that's getting talked about over Russell Wilson. I mean, the, the what he's done for this team ever since taking over the previous quarterback is insane. And yeah. I'm talking, of course, about Lamar Jackson. Quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. Everyone knows who this guy is. 17 for 4, 24 in his previous game. 222 yards for a whopping four touchdowns on his passing game. And he's got 86 rushing yards to go for. That is good for 33.5 fantasy points. Now, a little look behind the scenes here. <laughs> Last week, when I was getting the script already and typed up, I was going to have our game of the week was going to be the Houston Texans versus the Baltimore Ravens, which is the game that he got picked for. I'm like, all right, this is a good, young matchup. This is a hungry defense in the, in the Baltimore Ravens. Two up-and-coming quarterbacks are going to star in this game. It's two be rival quarterbacks. Two rival quarterbacks. Back in college. Yes, that, that's right. Good way to bring that up, JC. And these guys are just legit I want to see them play in their same styles. Instead, what do we get? We get a blowout. We get the Texans getting stomped. 41-7. Well, I mean, not technically a blowout if Texas didn't score anything. They did get a touchdown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So 41-7, though, that's a pretty big blowout. It's a slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's not a blowout, technically. Yeah, that is that is a straight stomp right there. They got curb stomped by the Ravens. I mean, this is Lamar Jackson's fifth game with 30-plus points, and he has 271.1 fantasy points through 10 games this season. That is third most by a quarterback in NFL history. He is behind only Aaron Rodgers, who had 272.3 points in 2011, and Tom frickin' Brady. Oh, yeah. 277.2 points in 2007. Where did Lamar Jackson come from? You realize that Lamar Jackson was the very last pick in the first round last mm -hmm. year? Baker yep. Mayfield is number one. Sam Donald at three. And Josh Rosen, number 10. <laughs> and don't forget about, uh, was Josh Allen? Josh Allen, yeah. Josh yeah. Allen was picked like seventh he overall. Was the, yeah. He was the 
fourth quarterback picked in that draft after Josh Rosen, but Lamar Jackson was the last pick in that draft by the Ravens. That was a huge deal for them. I mean, <clears throat> I said that he should have been. I didn't know if he was better than Baker at that time. Hey, Brandon, can you scooch away from the mic a little bit? Just take a little bit. There we go. Yeah, you're good. All right, because the, the, the volume levels were going off the charts Over right 9,000? Okay. All right, anyway, continue. Sorry to yeah. interrupt me. Baker, I didn't know if he was quite better than Baker at that time, but obviously right now he's way better than Baker. And considering his last three wins for Lamar Jackson have been against Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and now Deshaun Watson, those have been his last three wins for this team. I mean, this guy, he might win the MVP. Mm-hmm. Him yeah. or Russell Wilson are the two clear-cut favorites oh, yeah. right now. Yeah, but since you said about Baker Mayfield, what if the roles were switched? Cleveland ended up picking up uh, Jackson and Baltimore got Mayfield. Will we get the same results? If I feel if Jackson went first overall in that draft, the, a lot of things would be different in terms of what the quarterbacks would have gone to. Exactly. Because who was the one who got picked after Mayfield? Who was a QB got picked after Darnold. Mayfield? It was Darnold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darnold. And he went to the Jets. So if Jackson gets picked by the by, by uh, Baltimore. By Baltimore. Or of oh, Cleveland. Cleveland. If he gets picked by Cleveland, yeah. that means Baker Mayfield would instead be going to New York, and we'd have so many different options going through. Well, Josh Rosen would probably be a Cardinal right now. Or no, not a Cardinal. He was a Cardinal. He would probably be a Raven right now. And we would talk about a lot of different things here. I mean, Josh, mm-hmm. we would see Josh Allen on the Cardinals. We would see Sam Darnold maybe on some other team. Yeah. And Sam Darnold on the Bills. This would be a huge different reaction. And it's kind of interesting just seeing this butterfly effect. Of all the of thirty one teams passing up on Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens actually traded into the first round to get him. Mm-hmm. They traded mm-hmm. the, the Patriots, the ones who had that pick at thirty two, and they tra- and the Ravens made a trade with the Patriots so so they could pick Lamar Jackson. And at this point, they kind of had to do it because who was their previous quarterback? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, Mister uh, Non Elite Flacco. Non Elite Flacco, Mister Checkdown King. I yeah. can't believe that the Ravens were the only team that really trusted Lamar Jackson. I mean, this guy won the Heisman Trophy in college, and now he's playing just well, as good, if not better, mm-hmm. now in the pros. Well, not only trust, but, like, reinvent that offense. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he you're right. He literally single-handedly changed that Ravens offense. Mm-hmm. It revolves all around Lamar Jackson now, because when it used to be just Joe Flacco, you know you're not going to get a lot with Joe Flacco. You're going to get a lot of check-ins, a lot of screens, a lot of tight end passes. Yeah, it would just be on the receivers, and depending on the old line, they can block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now you got Lamar Jackson. you got a guy who can run, who can change the field. I mean, this is this guy is the next Michael Vick. He in is. In my opinion, he is the next Michael Vick without the dogfighting. Now, if he doesn't go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be very upset about that. I won't be upset about that because he's still young. He's going to have a lot of time. And I'm going to have a lot I, of time. I know that, but like how the team is progressing and how he's progressing – they have to go to the Super Bowl. And the Bowl. chemistry is really mm-hmm. going right now. You see that Mark Ingram? Oh, yeah. Mark <laughs> Ingram. All the veterans are always hyping up, which mm-hmm. you don't see too often. You usually see the veteran guys kind of like trying to temper the rookies a little bit. Yeah. The young guys. But now the veterans here in Baltimore have been hyping them up and building up Lamar Jackson. And not like in a bad way, in a good way. They are like yeah. encouraging him. That is what a leaders, that's what leaders do. Yeah, that's, that just teams. shows how good a rebuild would be mm-hmm. for, like, different teams. Exactly. That Ravens have done perfectly so far. Uh-huh. They've done great so far. And that defense is sneaky good. Stopping Deshaun Watson and that team is incredible. That's a feat on its own. Yeah, but not only that, but defeating the undefeated Patriots, exactly. too. Exactly. So, it's, not, not a lot of teams can say that. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of teams can say that. And beat the Seahawks, who just beat... 49ers for yeah. their first loss. By a field goal, too. Yeah, that's, that was an entertaining And that game. was close to our bet. 
I that yeah. was three seconds off. Yeah, let's not talk about that bet. Oh man, I got a. <laughs> oh yeah, you said tie, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I almost had to buy JC lunch because I, he made a bet that saying that the Titan, that the 49ers and Seahawks going to tie, and that literally almost happened. Came in the final seconds, and thanks to a field goal that was averted, I didn't have to buy this this, this dude lunch. So we're gonna move on from Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Whoever drafted Lamar Jackson in fantasy, congratulations! Congratulations on your on. Again. On, like, I don't know, having Future Sight, using Future Sight with your psychic Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> so, great job on that. Hopefully he's good next year so I can pick him up. Oh, definitely, for sure. So, next up, we're going to have a wide receiver from the Buffalo Bills as my second fantasy football star. Yeah. You're celebrating over You know who's coming up. Yep. It is John Brown. John Hollywood Brown. Nine catches, 137 yards, two touchdowns, and a 34.7 point day in a PPR league. I mean, mm-hmm. is this really surprising when you're going up a team like the Miami Dolphins? This team lost Minka Fitzpatrick. They traded him away for a first round pick. And they're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. And they're starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, John Brown was insane. The guy tore up that team. And he's been having a pretty solid year now with Josh Allen over there in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of my fantasy teams, I have John Brown. He has been my unsung hero this year. <coughs> I don't think anyone expected him to be this good as a first-year Bill, but he did come over from the Ravens, so he did have that experience with him. He is this go-to number one receiver for this Bills team, go-to target for Josh Allen. I mean, the two have just clicked so far this year. And John Brown is one of the few receivers who has had 50 or more yards in every single game this year. He's one. Of, I think there's two receivers. He's one of them. I can't think of the other one, but oh, I think that's Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones might be the other one, but John Brown, he's had an exception, exceptional year for the Bills, and this was the biggest performance he's had this year so far. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this was this was huge for him. I mean, I have him on a fantasy team, too, and I'm 3-8, and eight, but he's still one of my shining stars. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting him go for a while now. So, But, again, this is a Buffalo team that is sneaky good, but they just happen to be in the same division as the Patriots. Yeah, aren't which, they in the wild card team right now? I like to believe that they are in the wild card. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think, yeah, they are. Them? Because it's that because leading the division now, it's obviously the Patriots, Baltimore. the Ravens, the Chiefs, and I think it's either the Colts or the Texans. It's the Texans. It's the, it's the, South. It's so, the Texans. Texans. Yeah, it's the Texans because Brissett went down. I don't know. Is Brissett back, by the way? He, he is, is back. back. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's back. All right, I wasn't I wasn't sure about that. He was but, just out for that uh, game. Yeah, but this could be an interesting wild card spot where the Bills actually sneak back in. I would like to see the Bills come in. Yeah. But it just depends, like, how the other teams perform, too. Yeah, and look, the season's not over yet. We never know what could happen. I mean, the Raiders could probably sneak in. The Chargers. Actually, they... no, the Chargers <coughs> have already lost their chance. After losing. Yeah, but the how I remember, if you have, like, at least a six-game loss in your record and you're trying to go in the playoffs, you're kind of most likely not going to make it to the wild card. I mean, Unfortunately, if they win out, they're gonna end up being nine and seven. So I mean, you know. Yeah, know. there's a possibility, but then they gotta compete with Oakland. Yeah, that's true. And then they would still have to compete with the Colts, and the, they would have to compete with the Colts. They would have to compete with the Bills. Maybe even the Browns. I mean, they just won. I mean, that was dirty. Yeah, but they won. Yeah, I think the Browns. I think they're a game behind right now. The Browns might be still kind of like on the outside looking in. But yeah, Philip Rivers and the Chargers have been kind of struggling, so they're, I don't see them making the playoffs. We'll talk about them soon. Well, we might talk about them. We might. We yeah. might talk about them. But and there's like, other pressing stuff too. Yeah, there's more important stuff than talk about than the Chargers' constant failure and chargering of football games. No offense. In Los Angeles. 
Yeah. You had something to say? Yeah, and actually, the Colts and Texans are tied for first. And, oh. But the Colts do have the advantage because they beat the Texans yes. before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if the season were to end today, end today the and Colts they, would take the Are they facing division. each other again? Or? I think they have one more time. I think they okay. have, yeah, one, they have more. one more game. <laughs> that, yeah, that's going to be the game changer. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. going to be the game changer for that. And don't forget, the Titans are still kind of sneaking around, I think. So yeah, this, especially with yeah, They're only a game back in that yeah. division. I mean, look, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be a fun ending. But we're gonna. I want to finish up this last guy so we can go up through with our next few yep. topics. Yep. All right. Our final candidate, or our final winner for our third fantasy football star On of week my 12. fantasy team, by the way. DJ Chark Jr. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Eight receptions, 104 yards, and two touchdowns at 30.4 fantasy points. Now, Brandon, I told this to JC. Now I'm gonna let this let you know right this. If I hear any baby shark references <laughs> on my show, I will personally get up and throw you out of the studio. <laughs> okay. No references to that song on this on this studio. So anyway, yeah. So he had 30.4 fancy points. He's been showing. He's been looking pretty good now that Nick Foles is back under center. Well, I mean, because yeah, but at the same time, Minshew and him were a pretty good dynamic duo. At the Minshew same time, Minshew was struggling a little. He started Minshew to was struggling the toward yeah towards the end. The beginning when Foles went out after week one, and like Minshew started like to show like his potential as a QB. Mm-hmm. Him, Chark, uh, Connolly, and a few others were doing great by points. Yeah, but again. That's when teams didn't have film on Gardner Minshew. Once they got some film on him, they were able to figure out what this guy was capable of. Then they could take over and kind of shut yeah, down Gardner Yeah, that's why I think like Foles might have like maybe yeah. another season left. Foles still has the definite season. And with mm-hmm. that contract, they kind of have to play him right now. Yeah. So, But, hey, if as long as it benefits Chark, that's fine by me. Yeah, I mean, DJ Chark, great game for him. But he was the only bright spot for this team in this game. He had both the touchdowns. <clears throat> they lost 31-13, to so they missed a the- Extra point, but he had both the touchdowns for this team. But do you think it's a mistake that they they put in Foles again for Minshew? No, I do not. I think it's a good thing. To put I Foles thought it in. was. Just I, because, like, you kind of waste his potential right there. But you can build him up. You could, yeah, but at the same time, like, he's not going to get, like, a lot of snaps towards, like, the second half of the season. Well, no, but obviously you can have Nick Foles in there to show him how it's done. I guess, yeah, but, but still. It's still, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been a disappointing team. I mean, look at how they've done. I mean, they've already traded away Jalen Ramsey, much to, I, I, I assume, your happenness. So you got Jalen Ramsey on the Rams now. Yeah. Very. And- <laughs> <laughs> Leonard Fournette's not that bad Leonard either. Fournette's not bad, but, I mean, look, that team is he's, still He's struggling. been at least the top five running backs for at least the last five weeks. Yeah, I mean, they've upset the, they upset the Steelers in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Then they just got completely throttled by the Patriots. So. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do exactly? I mean, it's, it's Jacksonville. They never – no one ever they're really – They're sneaky. Yeah, they're sneaky, but not this season. I think they, it's going to take a couple more years until they're back in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Speaking of playoff hunts, oh, game of the week, week 12. I was interested in why you picked this. Indeed. Because it was probably one of the only good games. Probably. <laughs> All right. Let me check real quick. Game of the week, week 12. I like it. I personally like it. I don't know if you guys, what you guys think about it, but I see the potential for a pretty good matchup on here. So, throwing wise or defense wise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes to what? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Green Bay Packers, eight and two, first place in the NFC North versus the San Francisco 49ers, nine and one, first in the NFC mm. West. And this now reminds me, 
I really need to start picking some teams that aren't the 49ers. I mean, how many times have I had the Niners in as a game of the week? I'm like, oh my god. A lot. Yeah, I need to start. I need. I, I mean, it's because the other teams just suck, but another matchup just suck. Well, but. just like look out for any like Niners that are starters on yeah. waivers by tomorrow if yeah. you're doing the uh, waivers. Because I have Garoppolo and he got me like 29 points yeah. Sunday. So it's gonna be Garoppolo versus Rogers. That's gonna be a good little matchup. Pretty right there. much. I still. I would rush. I'm. Who does I, the defense have on Green Bay? Green Bay doesn't have a lot of like names per se, but I think it's still kind of a solid. It's a solid unit that's been kind of underrated. I guess because because really the Niners got Bosa about. and Sherman. Yeah, they got Bosa and Sherman, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think Green Bay they wouldn't have gotten this far eight and two without a little bit of help from that defense. So I mean the defense has been doing its work right now, but it's going to be it's going to be a good test to hear against the Niners. Mm-hmm. And plus, this is two two teams that are both in first place, and they have teams that are following them very close behind in second place. Yep. For the Packers, it's the Vikings who are eight and three right now, and they would certainly love to see the see the Packers go down this one and get a tie. Oh yeah, with the rivalry they have. And with the 49 and with the Niners, it's the Seahawks. Yeah. And they've already lost to the Seahawks. By a field goal. By a field goal. Which I think I think others have said this too. That's game of the year right there, right? It probably is because it was could a be. very fun game. I yeah. loved watching that game a lot. An- another potential one could be the Rams and Ravens this coming week. Is Maybe that- Rams-Ravens, but with the way Jared Goff has been performing recently. and Yeah, he's got to get better. Yeah. That I mean, is- this has not been his year at all. Yeah, especially after that contract. I'm worried about Jared Goff. That's why I didn't go for the Rams-Ravens. I feel like it's going to be more of a win for the night for the Ravens, even with Jalen Ramsey and Clay Matthews and Eric Weddle on that air on that Rams defense. Yeah. But still, but I'm just thinking that like as Todd Gurley, just like running over that defense, maybe it yeah. was good. This was Todd Gurley finally got 25 carries this last game. So I think they rested him and now they're trying to make him, you know, start to pick it up now. That yeah. Going to playoff time. Well, that's just me. And also the Niners barely beat out the, the Cardinals. I mean, they mm-hmm. almost lost the Cardinals twice. Yeah. yeah twice, twice now. It's amazing because so I guess that means the Cardinals actually have potential now with Kyler Murray. I think in the later half of the season, yes, the beginning, not really. I don't think they're making the playoffs this year though. They are no, not. they they got even tougher schedule coming up yeah, now. I think they have the toughest. Schedule. Yeah, they've got Either even them tougher or the schedule Browns. coming up. But it's going to be hard for the Cardinals to come back. But I do think that the Niners and the Packers is going to be a good game. Because they've both got something to fight for. They both want to stay in first place. Yeah. And they do not want to fall apart. So they're going to win by any means necessary in this one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because the Packers have a top offense. And then the 49ers have a top defense. So this, mm-hmm. this game could go either way. Yeah. If they can shut down Aaron Rodgers, they're fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at the same time, if the Packers can find a way to outmaneuver that 49ers defense and shut down Nick Bosa... I think they could take the win. Well, they would have to stop Sherman, too, at the same time. They would have to stop Sherman, too. But, again. But that depends on what side he's on. It is. So, it's Aaron Rodgers, though. I mean, yeah. I always believe in Aaron Rodgers in these scenarios. So, let's have a quick pick. Who do you guys think is going to take the part in this game? Who's who's coming out on top? Niners. Jason, you got the Niners. Because the Packers lost against the Chargers. Uh, who's home in this one? I think it's at it's Green the Bay. the Niners, actually. Is it? I Yes, I do believe Hold that on, let it's me check the that real Niners. Quick. I'll, I'll check real quick. You guys go up with your... Uh, score prediction? Yes, yeah, score predictions. I'll look up who's uh, who they're facing right now. So, Carry on, boys. Carry I on. got it by two touchdowns, but I just don't know what exact score, but I just know two touchdowns. At 49ers least. are home. Yeah, 49ers are the home team. 
I'm still going to go with the Packers. You still want to go with the Packers? I want to go with the Packers. I'm going to pick the score 31-27. 31-27? That's pretty good. That's a good prediction. Yeah. All right. For me, I think it's going to be a little more of a bit of a shootout here. So you think it's going to be like by three points like how the kind of. Seattle was? It's going to be a little close. Yeah. But I think in this battle of quarterbacks, I can't let go of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but like Garoppolo, though. Garoppolo is he's, good. He's shown but the stats. Here's the, the stats thing. said it. Aaron Rodgers has that magical pixie dust. He always hides away in the fourth quarter. I get, yeah. And then, you he, know what? And then yeah. once the fourth quarter comes around, he's losing. He does a quick snort of a line, and then he goes <laughs> over and, st- and starts winning. Yeah. That's why I'm picking the 40. I'm picking not the 49ers. I'm picking the Packers to win this one by a score of, I will say, 24-17. A little bit of a low-scoring game. I Yeah, I think so. Cause yeah, these... like you said, it's going to be a shootout. Either mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of interceptions or there's going to be a lot of incompletes. Wait, what did you say again, JC? I, was... I just said by two touchdowns. I don't know what exact score. For 49ers? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because realistically, I think that's like what would happen. All right, so we're going to switch topics now. Or we're going to get away from game of the week. We're going to stay football, but... Controversial? Maybe? Right Potentially. So, so controversial in some people's eyes. Yeah. Maybe that, not controversial in other people. Because I did send this to you recently. You did. So, a certain quarterback for the 49ers. Former or, 49ers. Former 49ers had a workout. Former Super Bowl quarterback for the 49ers. Yeah, di- didn't, didn't win. win. No. Didn't got win. There. No. Didn't got win. there. Didn't win. Because he it. got beat by non-elite Joe Flacco. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. And he right. got MVP for that, too. Oh, right. Man. He that's, did. Uh, that's sad. That is very and sad. And he's still not elite. No, he's so. not elite at all. So... He had a workout, and this is Colin Kaepernick. At a high school, too. At a high school, Because right. he was supposed to have it at the Falcons facility. Yeah, but then controversy Some happened. weird stuff happened. So here's what went down. Colin Kaepernick, after three years of not playing in the NFL, not playing any associated football whatsoever, mm-hmm. is finally getting a workout, finally getting his shot to come back. So here's what goes down. He's got Bruce Ellington, Bryce Butler, Jordan Vassay, and Ari Wirtz on field to help him out. I believe Eric Reed was also there. I think so. Yes, Eric Reed was also there. So that's good for him. I didn't watch all of it, but I think, yeah. And also, Bryce Butler was a former wide receiver for the San Diego State Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Just let you guys know that. Yeah, just like a little nudge-nudge right there. Yeah, a little wink-wink nudge-nudge. But here, there was, there was a lot of bad things about the Kaepernick workout, but on the field was good. Yeah. They showed he showed elite arm strength. He was throwing sixty-yard dimes on the field. He I mean, can run. He can obviously run. He's obviously a mobile quarterback. He's very maneuverable in the pocket, even though it was just him and receivers. Mm-hmm. Him and receivers, yes. I mean, they did say that him and the receivers had a little bit of communication issues, but, but he still worked it out. Yeah, and but also the scouts did say, well, he has communication issues with wide receivers, but that's not really a problem because he hasn't really got to work with them a lot. Exactly. So we're so we're gonna take that with just a grain of salt. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. gonna, just so put it on the side for now. Yeah, they're not taking that very seriously. They think, well, it's a blip on the radar, but it's not big. It's going to be okay. Yeah. So he's throwing 60-yard dimes. Can you imagine a backup QB throwing 60-yard bombs like that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was good. What Kaepernick showed on the field was good. And he looked like he got a little bit bigger, too, as a for... for... He got a little more muscular. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. He, he Yeah, he got a little muscular. Besides his hair, but... <laughs> I still think he should cut that hair. That hair's yeah, whack. I think he yeah. needs to cut that hair Haircut, off. Has it been cut in three years? If he, hasn't, if he hasn't cut that in three years, I think he's given... That'd be, that'd be actually pretty crazy. He's giving Bob Marley a run for his money right there. More like Bob Ross. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but 
he threw a lot of different routes, of different routes when it comes to passing. So he had his wide receivers run different routes, and he threw yeah. it to him. That looked good. And they also said that everything else was good. But here's the thing that happened. The NFL declined any cameras or any media to be at the workout at the Falcons facility. So 30 minutes before, Kaepernick changed it mm-hmm. and switched it over to a high school. Yep. That's where some people are kind of having like an, uh, like a gripe with this because they're thinking that it has to do with Kaepernick's ego. I don't see it as that. I mean, Kaepernick just wanted transparency. Yeah. And if we're going to go back to the, to the state, the anthem issues, oh, I was a guy who <laughs> I thought you were going to sneeze. I did not take a side on it because I believed that he has a right to protest. It is in our rights in the American Constitution yeah. to protest. Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. He has that right. And did he get screwed? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. But and he hasn't played in the NFL since, and then he sued the NFL for some reason, which was weird. But I think that just gave him put him in the bad grace of the NFL. Because we all know how the owners are. Yeah. These owners, all they care about is money. They don't care about anything else. But after all that happens, now he just wants transparency. He wanted people to see him. He wanted people to see his workout. He wanted to prove it to the world. He wanted a bounce back. Yeah. He wants to say that, hey, I can still do this. Yeah. I want people to see. I want those cameras to show that I can still throw these passes. And when I was watching him throw those passes, I watched that 60-yard pass he threw. I'm like, oh, my God. That. That was a dime. That was a Mm -hmm. dime. It was perfectly placed, perfectly thrown. He still got it. Yeah, and he's motivated more than ever right now oh, to get sure. back in this league. <clears throat> so I, I actually, I want to see him get back in the mm-hmm. league. I'm, I will root for Colin Kaepernick to come into the league. Yeah, I want him to succeed. And yes, some of the things he did may have been questionable, but I still want to support this guy because hey, he's kind of got that underdog yeah. going for him. Yeah, I mean right the there. team he could be going on might be Super Bowl potential. Uh, yeah, about that. That that that's whatever team picks him though. I mean, the scout, the teams that were there weren't exactly. There's like Super what Bowl. nine teams there. There were seven teams. Seven. All right, and two of them probably aren't going to sign him because it, two of the teams were the Chiefs and yeah. the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that the 49ers were there because that was the team that let him go. But with Harbaugh not there anymore, they're probably more. I don't know why the Chiefs were there. I mean, really. I mean, well, just because of the whole Mahomes incident. Yeah, when Mahomes got hurt and then Matt yeah. Moore was playing, I think they said, well. So he'd be the backup. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt to get a backup quarterback in Kaepernick. It'll sell some tickets. There's no way Kaepernick's signing for a backup. He wants a starting he role. He wants a starting role. So this is why the Eagles were there, the Chiefs were there, the Niners were there, the Jets, Redskins, Titans, and Lions were all there. I'm yeah. surprised the Eagles were there because I thought they were all supposed to be all in on Carson Wentz. Yeah, but well, Carson Wentz hasn't been performing that well, too. That is true. He has been struggling. Brandon. Out of these teams, I feel like only one of them could really use him, which would be the Titans. Cause yeah. They they have Tannehill now starting quarterback, but yeah, over yeah. Mariota. Yeah, but two teams I think should have been there would be the Broncos and Bears. Bears, yes, Bears. yes. The Bears could very much use Colin Mitchell Kaepernick. Trubisky. He's just not the answer for mm-hmm. the Bears that they were looking for. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd see a bigger year for him, and it hasn't. Yeah, I'm actually that you bring up a good point actually. Yeah. I'm surprised that the Bears weren't Yeah, that, or a that's... shot in the dart. Miami. Miami maybe. I think they're selling for a, for a quarterback for a pick. Yeah, they, they're, yeah, they're tanking for a reason. They they're tanking for a pick. And now that yeah. Tua got injured though, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting how the draft plays out now. Yeah, that's true. So, we're going to see how that plays out, but if I'm calling Kaepernick, I see these seven teams there. <coughs> Sorry. Don't die on us, man. Uh, no promises, kid. But 
If I, I see the Chiefs, they're going to want me as a backup. I'm not going to be able to start there. I got to look somewhere else because no one's going to be replacing Patrick Mahomes unless he suffers a torn ACL. Yeah. 49ers, same deal. They got Garoppolo. Jets, maybe. Yeah. Sam Darnold has, is their quarterback of the future, but he's been struggling. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can supplant him. Maybe. I think he'll figure it out. Eagles, you got to beat Carson Wentz, but at this point, it shouldn't be too hard, right? I, mean, I think the Redskins is realistically his choice. The Redskins are an interesting choice because they just drafted Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, that's the reason why. They went through two QBs and they're on their third right now. Yeah. So And th- remember, they still have Alex Smith. He yep. will he's be, still in the league? He's still, well, he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. yeah. He suffered that tr- that crazy injury, but he's going to be back soon. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. Yeah, a lot of people did. Don't worry about him. But he, And they already signed into a huge contract, so I don't know if they're going to get a QB. So out of these teams right here, I think it's either going to be the Titans or the Lions, which kind of sucks for Kaepernick. I mean, do you really want to go to the team like the Titans or the Lions? The Lions just are playing trash. Yeah. And just, they have Matthew Stafford. Yeah, so I don't think he'll be able to play much with Matt Stafford. Yeah, with Stafford. Well, I feel now. like whatever team he goes on, I think if he's going to be starting, I think they would have to reinvent that offense kind of around him mm-hmm, just to see if he can get that connection. Just like the Ravens did yeah, with Lamar. Yeah. So that would be a fun option for him. Maybe not so fun. But one team that I was kind of thinking of that would have been there, and I'm surprised that wasn't there, the Chargers. Yeah, but the Chargers are already going for a QB for a pick but for the draft. Why use a Q- why use your pick on a QB when you can get Kaepernick? I guess, yeah, but I feel like he probably wouldn't want to go to that team See, just Kaepernick's because what it is. a high-risk, high-reward. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect way to put it. High it's like, risk, yeah. high it's like betting on black. Dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, would have been a decent matchup, but I do think, now that I, I think about it more, I'm liking him going to the Bears. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the Bears would be a good place for him because he has a there's a good running game there. The receivers are pretty good. It's just Trubisky. Mm-hmm. It's just Mitchell Trubisky there. And this would also kind of save the the general manager's job signing Kaepernick, but he would have to get it right. Mm-hmm. Ka- Kaepernick has to prove that he can still stay in the NFL and still play at a high elite talent. I think he's still got it. I mean, he's not that old, is he? No. He's like, what, 30? Around, I think, I think 32. He's around 32, so he's not, he is not that old right now. But, yeah, like Brandon said, it's like a high risk. Mm-hmm. 32. He's 32 years old. So he's not that old in terms of an NFL quarterback. For a mobile quarterback, maybe. I think he's still got some legs in him. But he's still got some legs. I mean, this guy yeah. has been resting for three years. And maybe he's gone a little lactate, lactating a little bit in the past. But now I mean, God knows what he's going to do once he gets to a team. I mean, he's going to have to prove himself. He's going to work exactly. out. But what do you think he's been doing the past three years? He hasn't been sitting on the couch watching TV all year. Yeah. But he's been. He, this man's been... Work put in the gym. He's been running. He's been lifting. He's been throwing passes. Been doing QB drills. He's obviously still in football shape. If he's throwing dimes like that on the field, he, he it shows that he still has the talent there. I think that he can still sign with the team, and there's gonna be some some people aren't gonna be happy with it, but they're just gonna have to deal with it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, good luck to Colin Kaepernick. Try not to make any more stupid decisions, please. But, hey, that's just one man's or three guys' college opinions in here. Yep. So I'm going to have to do a quick ad reader real quick, so feel free to kind of stretch real quick. 
get trying yeah. trying to try the, to get your voice the, back. The halftime show right here. Yeah, halftime show right here. So, if you want, if you're listening to this on Spotify, whoever is, you can just feel free to skip to scroll right through this part right here. <clears throat> Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and YouTube at KCR College Radio for weekly news and sports updates as well as the latest giveaway opportunities. North Parks Observatory is an amazing venue that you can win tickets to, little boy. Make sure to check out all our giveaways on KCRlive.com for a chance to win tickets to concerts throughout the semester. And follow us on KCR College Radio for more opportunities to win. Do you love your country, young man? Do you love patriotism? Good! That means you aren't a filthy red commie. Alright, so that's, there it goes out. I try to have a little fun with them this time instead of just trying to be boring. And of course, you always want to follow us. It is KCR always capitalized mm -hmm. if any of you any of my cuphead fans out there you know what i'm talking about right now when i'm going, doing that voice all right so we got through that oh, the halftime show is over real quick let's get back to the main event and the main course of action right here mm -hmm. someone something that i thought was a little interesting that i decided to toss on here this literally just happened today so antonio brown yeah i did hear something about that <laughs> For any of you guys who remember Antonio Brown, y'all, if if any of you, if any of my the listeners, drama queen of the NFL, if any of you, any of my listeners think Colin Kaepernick made stupid decisions, this man looks like a Boy Scout, a Mormon Boy Scout, when it compared to Antonio Brown, a boy who cried wolf. Yes, <laughs> Antonio Brown apologizing to Robert Kraft, putting out on Twitter today, Mr. Kraft, quote, well, quote, Mr. Kraft, I want to apologize sincerely to you and your organization. All I wanted was to be an asset to the organization. Sorry for the bad media and drama. Well, I think there's two other teams we should be apologizing to right now, and the Steelers and the Raiders right now. Mm -hmm. So that's a dumb move on him. And this guy's also getting investigated for uh, <coughs> reasons. Allegations. Allegations. So um, could you say that? Yeah, we could just say that. We're we're gonna leave it at allegations. Nothing else. Yeah. But I mean. At this point for Antonio Brown, it's too little too late. Mm -hmm. He's burned every single bridge, and then he took the ashes and burned them too. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got no more chance in the NFL, in my opinion. What do you guys think? I agree with you on that, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what he did here, apologizing to Kraft, I think he's just, I think he's hoping for a shot getting back to the NFL, but more, nonetheless, I think he's trying to get his guaranteed money yeah. that he yeah. hasn't gotten. I mean, he's still suing the league, isn't he? <coughs> mm -hmm. He's still I, I'm pretty sure I am not sure. I haven't checked in on that. I'm for not a quite while. sure on that either. But I think he really does want his guaranteed money. I mean, he stated like four times, like the NFL's like stabbed me in the back or whatever. Yeah, he's made a lot of comments that have mm -hmm. kind of ruined his career. Pretty already. controversial comments, mm -hmm. I yeah. have to say. Very I know. I know teams are interested. I just don't think it's ever gonna happen for him. No the way he's behaved. And I mean, look, the guy is a sensational talent. He mm -hmm. makes catches that are amazing. I mean, watching a highlight reel of him, it's incredible some of the catches this guy's yeah. made. And can we never, we can never forget of the, the, the falcon kick he did against the Browns. Oh god! On that return. <laughs> I, I actually remember that. Brandon, if you don't remember that, he was no. a he received a kick, like punted it off to him. He took the kick. This was maybe like three years ago, two, three, four, four years three ago. or four years ago. Yeah, he was returning the kick. He jumped up to try and jump over the Browns punter. And just booted Falcon him right kicked in the him face. in the face mask. <laughs> booted the guy right in the Ouch. face. I think he got like he got what? I, I think a fifteen yard penalty on that. Yeah, a fifteen yard penalty. Then he got fined too. So yeah, but who doesn't get fined in the NFL? Who doesn't get fined? I could push a. I could literally like push a guy over and then boom, 
fine right there. Yeah, bad tweet, fine. Bad tweet, yeah. I mean, seriously. But Speaking of pushing other guys, how about Miles Garrett? Yep. Oh, I was just about to say that. that. That's what I was forgetting to talk just about. about or, 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 you know, part of the Steelers and Browns. Oh, my gosh. That was such a mess right there. That whole fight got bad. Because oh, about got... what? Politics? Right? No, no, no. What happened was it was at the end of the game. You didn't see it, JC? My... Uh, I only watched the beginning, not the second half. Okay. So, Miles Garrett made a sack. Well, for, it was like a first and ten. Mason Rudolph gets sacked. Okay, too bad. Next play, he gets sacked again. It was at the end of the game. Yeah, it was at the end of the game. So, he's getting taken two sacks in a row. Drops back on, another, on the last play. Shovel pass. Like, all right, you can't sack me now. He gets hit, and he gets dragged to the ground by Miles Garrett. Referees mm-hmm. don't throw a flag because, I mean, it's the end of the game. Why mm-hmm. should they bother throwing a flag when the game's already won? And Garrett kind of like drives him into the ground a little bit, and you kind of like you know it's it's the NFL, it's roughhousing. Yeah. And Miles Garrett, and not Miles Garrett, Mason Rudolph took exception to that, grabbed Miles Garrett's helmet, and started like kind of like pushing it into the ground. And he kicked his foot into his uh, and said some questionable stuff yeah, too, and into his groin area. Yeah. I'm not sure if Mason Rudolph actually said anything to supposedly Garrett? from Miles Garrett, he said something. He said and... something, but we don't know what he said. And whatever it is, it's whatever Miles Garrett said to the media than what he said. So I'm not 100 percent sure if that's what Rudolph said. Whatever it is, it's probably not safe for the air. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> so Miles Garrett doesn't like that. He starts pushing back on Rudolph because they're on the ground now. He yanks off his helmet, so he's got that. Yeah. Well, Mason Rudolph did grab the helmet of Rudolph yeah. or of Barrett first. Of Garrett Miles first. Garrett. He did. Garrett. And then Garrett got pushed back. They were throwing him back to the offense, like, all right, come on, let's knock it off. Then Rudolph gets up, starts going after Garrett. I don't know what Rudolph is thinking in this scenario. I just think he wasn't trying to act like a coward, like trying he's to stand up for t- himself. I, yeah, yeah, I think he was trying to act like a tough guy. Yeah. Trying to be like a man. Because he's like, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm like the next Big Ben or something it's like that. It's Pittsburgh. <laughs> they wouldn't have accepted him otherwise. But and, that's he, when and he just gone back from uh, a concussion. Because concussion, yeah. Yeah. that hit was like a, like a sandwich when yeah. he got hit right there. I mean, he, he lost consciousness for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then Miles Garrett takes the helmet of him, goes for the downward hammer swing, just nails him right on the head. Yeah. And that was a direct hit. I mean, think about this. Someone pointed this out on Twitter. An NFL helmet weighs about just as much as a brick. So, yeah. and, and he hit him with the bottom. And depending of the helmet, on the, the size padding. too. Yeah. If he hit him with the crown of the helmet, that could have been serious. Like we could be looking at a concussion at the best case scenario yeah mm-hmm. i mean in all honesty if he'd swung a little harder and with the with like the crown of the helmet he possibly could have killed him rudolph or got very lucky mm-hmm. rudolph very got lucky very lucky and then of course they the two mike pouncey throws him to the ground like starts throwing some punches kicks garrett in the head and then okujumbi comes up from behind yeah. rudolph kind of just stands like all right well now this is going on push pushes him to the ground he calls him a uh he calls him the term for a female dog that was said back in the medieval days. Yes. If any of you know what I'm talking about. So, swears at him then, and then a lot more pushing and shoving goes on. More people leave from the sidelines and, cr- and bomb rush like it's a rave going on, and there's just an ugly, ugly It looked fight. like a Raiders game, how yeah. it turned then, out. What do you think, like, the suspension-wise? Garrett um, gets suspended. Oh, he's, he's out he for the deserves, whole season. I, des- I think he did deserve it. If his teammates are straight up saying he deserves it, and saying it was bad that he hit him like that, yeah, it's an indefinite suspension. No, for me personally, he should be indefinitely suspended this year, and then I think another year as well. Dang. Just because 
What if he did like crack a skull or something? Mm-hmm. Or like you have, you gotta have some sort of self control when that happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but Reece, Mason Rudolph should be suspended as well, at least a couple games. If that. well, I mean, he's probably gonna be out anyway because of that head injury. He I mean, might. I think he's still okay. Uh, yeah, I actually. think he's okay. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it it kind of took him like a champ. He kind of took that shot like a champ. I mean, what? Yeah. Do you think the suspension would be different if it was Tom Brady? Oh, if it was a, if it was Tom Brady got hit in the no, head, no. See, the suspension would probably be around the same. It's just that he'll just pay it off, like he did that one time mm-hmm. uh, but for the was, deflated football. But if it was Tom Brady and Tom Brady got hit in the head by by that helmet, if it was Tom Brady, people would be going crazy. Oh, yeah, dude, fans would be jumping out of the stands. Yeah. Garrett probably would have been arrested on the field. Probably <laughs> because hey, it's Tom Brady, and then knowing Tom Brady would have flopped the floor screaming and crying like an infant. I will give Mason Rudolph credit. He took that hit like a man. Just like the Walking Dead episode. Yeah, like he took the hit. He's like, that all? That's all you got? <laughs> Give me some more. Took it like a champ. I know, exactly. Like The man was literally, he got, he got nearly neek into that scenario. I was like, you got nothing. Got nothing on me. Got nothing <laughs> on me. Keep on coming. <laughs> swing, at, swing at me again. I dare you. Swing at me. Yeah. <laughs> but... That oh, was... God, this organization is starting to get out of hand. I know. Pittsburgh and Cleveland will always... Rabble, 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 I mean, if... Tell me any team will if an incident like that occurs. Yeah, but I don't know. It's crazy. This is going to be wild. Some week. Some week of the NFL. I mean, crazy stuff. But here, we're going to move on now to something even bigger than that. I'm not... We might get to one of our topics, but I'm going to skip in this topic right now. I'm going to be moving on to our final topic. Mm-hmm. We do have time. We'll move on to the other one. But I know you want to get to this one. You're pretty excited. This one affects your Dodgers. <laughs> this is the Houston Astros. Recent winners of the 2017 World Series won that. Yes. Went to the World Series in 2019. Lost to the Nationals. Yes. And then some allegations came out by former Astros pitcher Mike Fiers. Calls him out. Calls the Astros saying, so, um, they're stealing signs. And normally people are okay with that. So everyone's like, okay, yeah, everyone steals signs. So what? I mean, we peek in all the time. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, when the catcher throws down signs, like, they look down, it's like, okay, yep, all right, it's giving this sign. Yep, it's going to be a curveball. Get ready. And everyone's like, all right, well, that's just kind of part of the game at this point. I mean, we're not going to stop that. But now the Astros have been having a camera out in center field, zooming in on the on the catcher, getting his signs, relaying that information to a guy sitting in the in the dugout mm-hmm. and he sees it on a monitor and when he sees a monitor if it's a fastball he'll do nothing but when a change up off-speed pitch coming up yep so two that, bangs on the wall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two bangs on the trash can and then they say oh here it comes and they'll knock it and they'll get a hit for it mm-hmm. I, it's not a lot of these allegations i believe are true because this is allowing for greater contact rates. The Astros won like 60 games at home in this past season alone. Yeah. Their strikeout rates have gone from the worst in the league to strike out the most in the league to the best in the league. They've been one of the best contact hitting teams in baseball so far ever since 2017. Mm-hmm. And the MLB, they're not taking this lightly. They are taking this very seriously. Yeah. So when the Red Sox got the Red Sox doing this kind of thing, but they were using Apple Watches, which gets mm-hmm. signs, but they only got like a little... Slap Slap the wrist. Yeah. But this, this is an Apple Watch. Yeah. This is huge, though. And now there's also allegations saying they're using buzzer band aids on their bats so they can get like a little buzz in their bat when it's coming in. There's allegations that their new hirees they got in 2017 were contacting scouts and contacting statistics 
statisticians asking how to cheat better. This is huge right here. And they even got caught doing it. Like their monitor and their whole setup got caught up in a 2017 World Series docu documentary. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys people know John Boy, but John Boy has John a lot of Boy. John Boy has a lot of videos on the Astros team right now where mm -hmm. it clearly shows how they cheated. Uh huh. It's, and it, then Mike Fires, former Astro pitcher, willingly said that we cheated. Yeah, he he came out and admitted it. Yeah. And then even Sean Doolittle, who is the who's a pitcher for the Washington Nationals, JC. You would like this guy. He's a big Star Wars fan. Yeah, probably. His, yeah. his 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 Twitter name is literally Obi Obi Sean Wan Doodle or Doodle or something. That's like amazing. That. Yeah. So and he had, like in the background when he like they were winning, he had like a lightsaber toying around on the back of the cameras. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> but even Sean Doodle Doolittle came out and said, "Yeah, we had to change our entire like every sequence, every sign, everything we changed because we knew the Astros did this kind of stuff." And how hypocritical of the Astros to say that the Yankees were pulling this crap too. Because the Astros said, hey, we're, we're, they're doing, like, the Yankees said, like, hey, these guys are, like, whistling and they're doing all this crap. I mean, this isn't good. I mean, this is kind of thing. A.J. Hinch, the manager of the Houston Astros, laughed, said, <laughs> oh, man, if that's all it took to mess up the uh, Yankees, then I would have been doing this earlier. Full knowing that he was stealing science the entire time. So, and now all these guys have been getting hired away. They've been going to different teams. And now, what happens to the Astros now? If... And if and when they get caught, and when the allegations come down, when the when when MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred brings the hammer down, are they? Are, could we see their World Series win get taken away? For me personally, I was very upset when I heard about this, because mm -hmm. you know they took the World Series from the Dodgers. Jose Altuve in that series batted 470 mm -hmm. against the Dodgers and their pitching staff, so that's just insane. And look, I'm a Padres fan. Mm -hmm. I will be the first to admit, I do not like the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. I hate the Dodgers. But their pitching staff in 2017 was very good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Clayton Kershaw's a playoff choker. That's true. But if he's, if he's getting this sign stolen from them, it kind of makes a little more sense. Yeah. yeah. But um, not only kind of like a big issue with like that, of like getting suspended and stuff, but potentially uh, denied Hall of Fame. Also, if you think about it. Could be, yeah. Justin Verlander could be a guy who gets affected by this. Yeah. And yeah, he's a pitcher, but still. Because I mean, if, if you can get denied by, you know, gambling and getting caught, then is, for sure you can get denied for this. And, this is cheating. And from my opinion personally, I'm not, I don't think they should give the World Series to the Dodgers. I just think they should take it away from the Astros. Just yeah. no one wins. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it should be forfeit. Yeah. It shouldn't go to the Dodgers because the Dodgers lost. Yeah. But... It's still a forfeit. Just like this, just take the name off and just leave it as a World Series. Yeah. The thing that really blew my mind was Mike Fires. He willingly admitted that we cheated against them, which and is really interesting. In that yeah, he that's wants some integrity. he wants the game to be yeah. cleaned up. That's that's honorable right mm -hmm. there. I have a lot of respect for for Fires doing mm -hmm. that and realize one of the reasons why he left too. He went to the A's in 2017. Mm -hmm. They cut him after that because because reports been saying that he didn't like what was going on. He said, "Look, this is bad. Like this isn't good for the game." Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? This is cheating. Yeah. Uh, to... At least this team is saying something about it, unlike a certain NFL team. Yeah, unlike the Patriots. But <laughs> Houston said, if you don't like it, we'll just cut you and you can go away. And he said, fine, do it. Cut me. I don't want to be on a team that cheats. And, now, he cut, and they cut him. And he here's another thing. And if it doesn't get resolved by the team itself, could it possibly be <laughs> an organization coming down? Think about it. They're not going to bring the Astros organization down entirely, 
they wouldn't have them fold because they're kind of integral to the to the balance of baseball. You yeah. can't have 29 baseball teams. But what if, like, out of nowhere, they, they have a new team instead? But, that would take too long. But credit the Nationals, because I saw from a source, I can't remember the source's name, but the Nationals, they had signs for every pitcher on that team. Every pitcher had different signals, different mm-hmm. signs for every pitcher. So the catchers had to remember a lot of signs for yeah. each pitcher. Those but credit the Nationals, because they kind of figured out that the Nationals were – Cheating on them. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Nationals. The Nationals like knew ahead of time. Yep. It was like, hey, these guys do this all the time. We saw them do it against the Yankees. So mm-hmm. I mean, and there was also a pitcher. I believe it was Danny Farquhar, in uh, of the Chicago White Sox. He kind of picked up on it in the eighth inning of a game one time. Yeah, like, the White. Yeah, I saw it was like that. A boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. It's like oh, they calls a catcher over. He's like, he's like yeah. oh, what was that? That was weird. I'm gonna throw a fastball mm-hmm. this time. Nothing. Like, okay, that was weird. Off speed this time. Boom, 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 before it throws up. Okay, gotcha, get over here. They got the signs. They got the signs. They got the signs. We got to change up. They got the signs. I don't know how they're doing it, but they got our signs. Mm-hmm. And that was pointed out by John Boy. Yep, John Boy. If any of you aren't following John Boy Media on Twitter right now or on YouTube right now, give him a follow. He has gotten everything down mm-hmm. on this scandal right now. This is huge. And yeah, he's a Yankees fan, so he's probably a little upset that his Yankees lost. But he's still got everything down. He's got he's he backs it up. He's got breakdowns. He's got columns. Everything. He even shows how he cheated against the Dodgers too. Mm-hmm. Everything in a John Boy Media YouTube video will show to you how the Astros have been cheating, and this is just shocking. Yes, this was a, this was a team that was hailed for organizational pride or, or for how well run they were. How well run the organization And is. have respected players, too, yeah. in the league. Their players were respected. Jose Altuve was an MVP. Alex Bregman nearly won the MVP this year. Carlos Correa, he's been amazing, an amazing rookie. They've had so many great players. So many teams have tried to emulate their success. The Padres, for one, have been trying to emulate that success for years now. Mm-hmm. And it's just now starting to get to fruition, but not exactly yet. But their legacy has been tarnished. Mm-hmm. I think if... For Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred has already come out and said that there will be heavy suspensions, heavy consequences Yeah. if they find out that these are true. Yeah. Because I'm saying the general manager, I what I think should happen is the, was, the owners probably won't have to sell the team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll have to happen for them. But a lot of people are going to get banned for life. There's going to be a lot of lifetime bans. I, could... I think there has to be a huge apology by the organization itself, oh, not yeah. just the players. And this could be another Chicago Black Sox scenario, if any of you remember that. That was a while ago. That was maybe in the 30s. Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah. If they are caught cheating by the league, like, what what can the league do? They, they're going to crack down on it. They would have to crack down on this. They have to show that they, they have to flex their muscles in this. Yeah. I and give the consequences it... would have to be very harsh. Mm-hmm. I give a lot of crap to the NFL, but when it comes to suspensions, I will give Roger Goodell credit that he brings down the hammer when he has to. Yeah. And one league that is very good in terms of suspensions and keeping their players like in check in check is the National Basketball Association. I yeah. Say that. Adam Silver, I think Adam Silver is one of the best sports commissioners in the game right now, mm-hmm. in the world right now, because the way he's been running the NBA in terms of discipline is great. I mean, you don't have any problems. You don't, I mean, you've got a few knuckleheads every here, every now and then. Yeah, but you but, don't have like any crazies. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I think the MLB needs to take that kind of style that the N- that the NBA has. So this is going to be up to Rob Manfred. If Rob Manfred goes too soft on the Astros here, 
no one's going to take them seriously. Yeah, I think there's going to be like a huge outrage for a new commissioner. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how good they are, they got to be punished somehow. Yeah. They have, have, have to be punished. Someone's going to get banned for life. Someone of the Astros is going to get banned for life. It's not going to be one of the players. I think the players will get a hefty suspension, but I think it's going to be some organizational members that get banned for life. We could be looking at maybe the general manager, the assistant general manager, maybe even AJ Hinch. He's going to get banned. Yeah. And also, how, how do you think the fans feel? I, they, I feel like I've been reading some message boards on the fans in terms of general I, baseball discussions. I, oh, can you uh, open the door? I, I think they would try to defend, saying that it's fake. They news. are trying to defend them right now. They're trying to say like call them like delusional and stuff. Just just like put the put the trash can right there or something, man. And, you know, it's on, uh, that got on air, on air, but whatever. But, but at the same time, like, also kind of betrayed. Yeah, but they're trying, they're in full-on, like, denial mode right now. They're saying, like, no, 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 this th- this doesn't happen. John Boy, he's just a Yankee, a Yankee homer. Nothing's happening. This is fine. Nothing happened to the Astros. I mean, everyone does this. And, yeah, everyone does do it. But no one goes to the length that the Astros went. No one's yeah. using technology, and no one's using, like, high-tech cameras to as, peek in. As far as going into the World Series, too. And in terms of other baseball fans, like other baseball like um, fandoms, like teams like the Yankees, like the, the Dodgers, the Red Sox, they're infuriated. And they have a right to be infuriated. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be happy if my team lost to the Astros and all of a sudden I found out they were cheating. Yeah, that, I feel like that a win got stolen from me. I feel like if that's so, maybe the Indians should have moved on, moved on the world to the World that's Series. That's exactly how I feel right yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, that is just straight up robbery right there. I mean, come on. If like I'm just I've been looking at Yankees messaging boards, I've been looking at Dodger messaging boards. Everyone is I can't swear on air or, or else I would. I would definitely swear on air. But they are just PO'd right now with the Astros because they got yeah. cheated. Yeah, and adding fuel to the fire. Exactly. And the Astros fans are in full on denial mode, which I mean, I guess you have to defend your team, but sooner or later You're just you gonna have to, have to give reality. in. You have to face reality. And the reality is the Astros are about to become a disgraced organization and they deserve to be a disgraced organization. Mm-hmm. This is just, it's, it's not a good look for baseball either because this affects baseball a lot. Just yeah. everyone take a look at John Boy Media on YouTube. Yeah, John we'll Boy. See everything. John Boy will give you everything you need to know. Then Ken Rosenthal, follow, a lo- follow the baseball writers. Follow Ken Rosenthal, Jeff Basson. They'll keep you up, uh, up to date on this information. But... This this is going to be... No one's going to forget about this for a long time. Mm-mm. And when you're going up to face the Astros and you're going to Minute Maid Park, you're going to say, all right, let's find out what they're doing this time. All right, how are they messing up this time? How are they going to cheat us out of a win? And now no one's going to trust them anymore. Yeah. Nobody is going to trust that team. And also, it's starting to spread. Because we've seen imp- implicated in this is also Boston Red Sox manager Alex Cora and the new me- manager for the New York Mets and Carlos Beltran. Beltran was with the Astros in 2017. Mm-hmm. He was part of that team. Yeah. And now he's managing, so he's probably going to bring over the Mets and try and, like, underhanded ways to win there. Yeah, unless, like, he can, you know, um, just say, hey, I knew about this too, and I'm coming out with it. It's going to be interesting to see what the MLB but, does. They've been investigating it so far. But I'm telling you, though, 100% Hall of Fame denied. All right. We have only... Less than a minute right now, so we're just going to wrap this up real quick. Yeah. This has been a good talk, boys. I'm happy you all have been able to join the show today. So, this has been picked off. The premium 
uh, the premium MLB and NFL sports talk show, and also with other sports talk shows in there. We we'll also talk about other sports here too. But I am your host, Jason Freund. I'm your usual, JC Garcia. And Brandon Freed. Well, thank you all very much for joining us. We have maybe uh, 20 seconds left right now. So, we'd like to thank everybody here for listening to us. And again, I apologize for not being on last week because of the unfortunate power outages. Mm -hmm. But we're coming back on. We're coming back strong. We are going to be here next week. This is KCR College Radio. We are the sound of state. Thank you very much for joining everybody.